Okay, so, so let's stop. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. Hopefully everything is going well. I mean, that's all I could ever wish for, right? Everything's going well. I know we all have our own things that we're dealing with right now. But in the end, hopefully it all turns out good, right? But as I sit here watching Junior Soprano talk about putting a hit on his own nephew, I started thinking about this episode, what I was going to talk about. And of course, if you haven't really seen the title, the title is Thug Life. And to break that more down, Thug Life stands for the hate you give little infants fucks everyone. And this was a phrase from the famous, one of the greatest rappers, Tupac. I mean, it had a couple of meanings, some of the words they tend to do. But you know, it really breaks down to, you know, what society gives us as youth, bites them back in the ass when kids are grown and start acting out. Perfect example about Pac growing up, a bunch of kids in the hood growing up, and then when they start acting out, once they start getting into violence and everything like that, it's just pretty much what a mere effect of what society gave them as a youth leading up to now them as adults. So this phrase, hate you give little infants fucks everyone. Uh, this one is real deep. It's real deep to look into for reasons of cause and effect. I talk about breaking the cycle with my family and breaking away the old dirty habits that we may pick up from them. But what if the habits led to much worse things, not only that affect you, but of course the people around you? I mean, every cycle the cycle has a beginning. If as a society, we as adults keep showing violence, hate, division, all leading by example, the hate you give the young will only build up to over the years and it'll explode to any minute. It could happen when you're eight, killing a younger brother. It could happen when you're a teenager, you know, unloading a gun at school. It could happen as an adult, sadly killing their family. It's always a cause and effect. There's always what happened, what triggered them. I mean, just look at all the school shootings. One of their, well, I wouldn't say one of their, but a good amount stem from bullying. It stems from us adults. I'm just saying in general, us adults not really caring, just letting all this bleed through, build up to the point where some poor kid gets so frustrated, they get their parents' rifle and they open up in the school. And it's something you could think about and say, you know what, that can't really happen. But sadly, it really does. Prior to 2020, there was like a shooting almost every week every month. It was getting tiring. That's why one of the things I liked about 2020 is that, yes, there's all the fear mongering and people were pass, you know, passing away from the virus, the new virus, a scary one coming out. But at the same time, personally, I like not hearing about a school shooting. Yeah, before you're smart, I can say, well, you're, you're doing it at home, you're learning at home, the Zoom meetings and all that still. The fact that you could turn on the news for a whole year, almost two, and I really hear about a school shooting, it was, it was a reliever. Because let's face it, in fact, there are kids in this country who are prepping for shootings. There are kids in this country that have bulletproof backpacks. How even we thought about getting our kid a bulletproof backpack when they were going to school. Just to think about that, how, how fucked must everything be that you as a parent, instead of worrying about, you know, back to school supplies, paper, making sure they have new shoes, new clothes, a backpack. You got to worry about what if somebody shoots in my kid's school and what's going to protect them when I'm not there. Sadly, that's, that's our country. That's America. Honestly, it's very important for us to lead 
by example for us, the people around us, and for the younger generation. But if 2020 has shown us is that we only progress a small amount. The hate we thought was somewhat gone, just hiding in plain sight. Just in case you forgot, there's a huge division due to political parties, ideologies, and who represented them. What we've seen were the fights over Dems and Republicans, not different from any rival gang on the streets. It was just embarrassing on both sides. How can we help stop this? We have to take responsibility for what's going on around us and start to change us from inside. Easier said than done, right? And it also just begins with the mental warfare. We're going to dig deep in our own consciousness to face our fears and angst. I started, but let me say, it's not easy. It's not easy to just turn on the mic and start talking about some of the feelings that only maybe few in my life have never known. Obviously, my wife knows me back and front, but like outside of that, I mean, it's not easy, but it's not going to be done once. You really have to find out how to do it. And it's just the whole process. I'm trying to make myself better for my kids so they can have a good mental strong figure in their life. I had a troubled upbringing, but honestly, I don't know how I didn't end up worse. From the area I grew up with, the time, gangs, the example from my mom and the people that I went to school with, my father, some cousins, aunts, uncles, I could have easily gone the wrong way. If I really wanted to like get into gangs, drugs, it was all within hands and arm's length away. It wasn't that far to get, but you know, like I said before, hope kept me out. I never understood why, really until now. I have to be the one to show my kids love, empathy, compassion, and of course, manners. Set them in the straight direction so they can grow up, you know, with the positive so they could hopefully help and spread it to others. Hopefully by the time that I'm, you know, gone from this earth, they have the knowledge to help, you know, build it up for themselves and, you know, spread it to their loved ones. It's really important to look out for a younger generation. It's been, it's been attempted before, but as the years pass, they just get forgotten. We can only hide the world violence from the kids for so long before they actually see the world for what it is. Fortunately for us in this world, well, my part of the world, we're not exactly born into it. We're born to somewhat a mirror of it. We're somewhat adjacent to it, but not really directly into it. Some are. I mean, why does this have to be this way? Hate is honestly something that's passed down. Violence Something is passed down. And honestly, so is the acceptance of the two. I had a couple of friends who were part of this gang life, and even before they were born, they had their great-grandparents in gangs, their grandparents, their parents were in it, and they just knew that was their future. There wasn't no, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. It was just, well, I'm going to be like my parents. I'm going to be like my older brother. That's all it was. There wasn't really, no, like, you know, stay out of the life, do good in school. It was just like, well... You fucked up in school again? Well, we know where you're going to be. And that was, that was a reality for a couple of kids. And I was just sad looking at that. Fortunately, I had a little different side for my grandma and uncle. Honestly, I just didn't think they wanted, well, my uncle, I felt like he didn't want the shame if I was to be a fuck up. Because we had a, I'm dealing with a person who had a great deal amount of, you know, self-image, self-vanity. So... If I was bad, obviously it was a big reflection on him because he was the good one who stepped in, helped my grandma out when she was sick, helping me out that my mom was away. So this self-image of him being the good one, very, very, very important to keep up. But that's just my family. <laughs> and it's just, it, it just expected for some to follow the family. All it does for some to breed a generation who will risk half their life for and all this does for some is 
breed a generation who will risk their life, half their life, for a chance to be arrested or killed, either by their own hand, a rival gang, or the police. We get caught up as adults with our own lives. We forget there's a younger generation looking up for guidance. Any adults willing to make change, do it for the younger generation. Most importantly, do it for yourself. And the term thug life is really just a reminder of what we what we get in return is a reflection of what we put in. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is because I had a friend who was, we went through elementary together, oh, off and on. I never knew why he was always either coming to school for six months, then he would leave, wouldn't see him for like a good year, then he would show up. And then without graduating with the rest of the class or going to the next grade, he was gone. Then I would see him in middle school. And it was just like this on and on, on and on from elementary to high school. The last time I seen him, we were in football. And he had this look on him like he's been here before. Not in the class, but the situation. And thinking back about it, it was right about time where he was about to pick up and leave. Where he was going, wouldn't say, wouldn't talk about his family, anything like that. Talk about a few friends here and there, but very isolated. And it sucks because when you see somebody like that, but you know them for who they are, because there's a couple of times where they drop their guard down and they open up on who they are, who they want to be. And if you ever had that happen to you as a kid, it's kind of strange and awkward, meaning like you don't know what to say. You're like, why are you talking to me about this? Why are you, in a sense, choosing me? It's, it's a little bit much. Same in football. Was good, could have been a natural athlete, and he just disappeared. Coaches asked about him, teachers, nobody knew anything. Who might have known? Obviously, maybe the principal or something like that, but that was it. And maybe some years later, I found out that he was locked up, busted away in prison for, well, let's just say life. So you kind of imagine in your own head what he kind of did to lead there. Growing up in the area that I did, I wish it was an isolated incident, but it really wasn't. There was kids that you knew as a kid that they had some good in their heart. They played, they, they were just being kids. But once that bell rang and it was time to go home, they changed. Letting their guard down was now protected by this big brick of a wall. And they were the hardest little kids that you could talk to at that point. So I think in friends that I've had that I know of that I've last talked to right now, well, not right now, but that I last talked to, I think it's a good handful that are, that are locked up for basically the rest of our lives. And a couple died either by violence or a couple of them killed themselves. It's, it's rough to think about because you think about those times you had with them and knowing that, hey, there's two different people that you're dealing with. There's a person that's hardened, that's part of the gang, and there's a person that's just a kid trying to grow up, trying to be happy and laugh and keep this innocence. But unfortunately, because the outside life that they have, that has to go away quickly. And it's a lot of these kids that could really need the adult's help. But let's face it, some of them don't have the greatest, you know, home life. And we've seen it. We've all been in their houses. We've, we've seen their parents yell at them. Why they yell at them? We seen the kids come home and bru- come to school with bruises, just be totally quiet, like they don't want to talk to the world, and we seen the effects. 
we've seen the effects of negligence from the older generation to the youth. And it's not, I could easily talk about, you know, guidance counselors and different ways of life. But my recollection of this is really the whole dysfunctional family, the gang life, the the family who hates each other, but at the same time puts up a friend that loves each other, the family who has a family shame that'll do anything to kind of up- uphold their perfect image. You know, and I've seen these effects of what it does to the kids. I'm one of them. It messes you up mentally to the point where you, f- you feel guilty for being happy because you spend so much time being sad. You spend so much time hating the world, figuring out, what did I do to deserve this? If I'm if we're all born, you know, God's children, what did I do to deserve this? You know, I've seen the adults hit the kids and the kids grow up to be even more rageful than the adults that were hitting them in the first place. It just had that rage. They accepted it and it built. It grew and grew and grew until they were, they were becoming the monster that they so desperately hated growing up. Violence, drugs, it was something that was too practice, something that was too shown in kids. And, you know, it, it's not always that way. The kids don't always have that outcome. Me and a couple others, well, a, f- a good few others that I know, we're shown this, we're around by this, but we came out the complete opposite. So it's really a break of which way you're going to come out, good or bad. You're going to grow up being a part of it and just say, you know what, this is what happened to me, so I'm going to do it too. Or are you going to switch it out and, you know, break that cycle? All these little things that we got to change in society. And it's so easy now to say, you know, 2021, things are changing and things are not so different from 2021, from like 95 when I was a kid in that same youth position. I mean, well, we can't change the whole world. It really just starts with changing your household. It really comes with, you know, making sure your kids are being the best persons that they can be, teaching them the right versus wrong ways. No, I'm not telling you how to parent your kids No, by no means of that. But I'm saying if this us as society needs to make a change, if us as society wants a better future, it really does start with the youth and building them to be more empathetic, to be more caring, to be more loving, not so much with having rage, not so much having the normal notion that drugs are okay, violence is okay. It really does start with us adults. And is this going to change in my lifetime? I would hope so. Honestly, this is one of the issues that we've had with public school because of our own experience that you could have the perfect kid growing up teaching them, but once they get that bad influence from those certain kids, you know who they are, you could see a perfect kid. I want to say perfect kid, but a good kid turn sour. And yes, go ahead and talk your shit. If you want to say, you know, is that one of the reasons why you chose to do homeschool rather than regular school? Ah, get over yourself. But, you know, it's, it's a lot of factors. We've all seen it. None of us don't want to admit it because let's face it, we got to have our kids in school because we need that time for somebody to watch them while we bust our ass to go to work just to pay for our bills that are there. So definitely change the way you act towards the kids. One of the personal things that I want to do is I have a couple of nieces for around the, damn, I don't even know how old they are. I'm going to say between nine and 12 or 11. Sounds about right. Nine and 12. And I remember being that age and having your older uncle or aunt 
you know, kind of look for them for advice or, I mean, my uncles and aunts, they were all different, all crazy. I had some of the party ones that all they want to do is have a beer, go to the you know, bathroom or something, wanted to go smoke or the other ones were, they were just too quiet. And yeah, I had, I had my relationships with each and every one of my aunts and uncles, but I never wanted to be the uncle who was just like, yeah, get out of here, kid. Like, I mean, so little things here and there with my nieces, when I do see them, I don't see them a lot, but when I do is to try to be nice, try to be a little bit more carrying it to what they're going. And it doesn't happen on the first try. It doesn't happen the second try. It may happen on the third. It may happen on the fourth, but eventually it does happen to the point where they'll let something off and they'll let you know, you know, hey, what about this? What about that? It's about building that trust, building that relationship. And I honestly, I want my nieces to come up to us or me if they have certain questions, certain things that they're thinking about that they need to kind of unload to somebody a little older. Even if it's not about correcting them, you're just being there to hear them out. This is something that I wanted growing up, but didn't have a chance to. But now that I have, I'm in this position where I can give that advice. I can give that feeling of being, you know what, if you need to talk to somebody, we're here. I'm going to do it because that's one of the things I want with my kids too. I want them to have these relationships with their aunts and uncles so that for some reason, if they feel embarrassed or shy to tell us something, the mom and dad, they can go to their aunts and uncles. They can go to their, their godparents. I want them to have that open communication with them to let off or to get advice for something. And of course, if it's okay with them, the aunts and uncles will reply to us. So if anything does come up, we'll be able to, you know, handle it appropriately, prepare ourselves in a sense. So just remember, if you're going to anything, the life is a reminder of we get a return of what we put in. So hopefully everything, all the violence, all the dismissal of mental illness can stop and we could, hopefully we can all get on a better path moving forward. So thanks again for listening for another week and until next time.